This week on the Media Virus Podcast, North Korean leader, chunky douchebag, and apparently thief King Jong- Kim Jong-un seems to be stealing his grandfather's title. Speaking of chunks and douchebags, leprosy is making a comeback in the hold my beer state, and they're blaming the COVID vaccines. Major labels filed suit against the Internet Archive for trying to preserve history. All this, more news. Maybe the infection team will talk about something interesting. Just the tips number 53 on this 146th episode of the Media Virus Podcast. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. We're going to start over. BBC correspondent Stanley McFadden. Makes me tingly in an unfamiliar way. Grease Monkey Pete. Damn, Big Daddy. Here's the thing about the Media Virus Podcast. It's really well done. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Matty Rock Death. <laughs> Damn, do we have a show for you people this week. I am Maddie Rockdeff. Maddiest of all Rockdeffs and proof positive. Anyone can have a podcast. <laughs> Speaking of, welcome to the Media Virus Podcast. Please like, subscribe, follow, and share. I want to take a minute and thank the new subscribers for their support, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Or if you're just checking us out on themediavirus.com, thank you. And as always, you can give us a call here uh, on the show. Mm. Let me clear my throat. Mm. Uh, 646-VIRUS-01. That is 1-646-VIRUS-01. And you might make it on the show. Who knows? Could happen. You know, there's a couple of things I want to remind everybody of. Uh, just quick reminders. Uh, one, the world is run by morally corrupt politicians. True. Two, the, those terrible people do terrible things. True. Three, there is nothing you can do about it. Mostly. Revolution, four, revolution is useless. Um, so I'm starting to believe that it is Kim Jong-un's job to be an example of like how bad politicians could make it if they wanted to. Like my, my father refers to people, uh, refers to these people as the, you know, the, uh, the people who employ Kim Jong-un, they refer to him as the people who run the world. Now, whomever that may be, uh, this guy is around to be an example of how big of an asshole a leader can actually be. You know what I mean? That's a possibility. Like my, like I, I, I liken it to my father never hit me. He, he wasn't very, I mean, he hit me once or twice and you know, I was really fucked up. But he he rarely rarely violence. Yeah, it was mostly just him describing what his father would do to him in a similar. And, and the fact that you knew he had knowledge of how to complete those tasks. Yeah. No. You know. I. Uh, so, so that would you know scare me enough to kind of stay in line, and uh, so I, I think that's like Kim Jong Un, like North Korea is is like. Everybody would agree, like North Korea has got to be the worst place, worst place to live. I don't know about worst place to live, but it's probably on the on the short list. 
I mean, when when a, when a leader has to go as far as to ban suicide. Yeah, I mean, it's on the short list, definitely. You know what I mean? When you have to when you have to do something like that, you have uh, you know, you 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 you've kind of solidified everybody's opinion of what it's like to live in live in your country. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, King John Un is uh, back. He and, is. And we are we are grown men uh, who want to pick a fight. That's right. With Kim Jong Un on the internet. Um, so anything, anytime That's news right. about him comes up, come at us, bro. Yeah. Okay. First of all, you're disgracing your grandfather. Well, we're going to hear more about it. Go ahead, Mike. That's Sorry. right. In a recent development from North Korea, dictator Kim Jong Un is making waves by adopting a political title previously associated with his deceased grandfather, Kim Il Sung. According to North Korean observers, Kim Jong Un has been referred to as great president in North Korea media approximately 26 times in the last seven months. This title has traditionally been reserved. Just real quick, I want to interject right here. And used in media, to you and me, that's an individual making a mistake or making a, you know, that's an individual, that's, an, that's, a, that's a, a journalist saying that about, right? When, if you were to right. just kind of, but, but in this, in this world, it's in, not in North Korea. Everything is monitored, is dictated. Yes. By the state. So he is slowly, what slowly introducing the term. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hang on. I go ahead. I was, um, where are you going? I was doing a quick Keep Google. Reading, Mike. I was going, I was doing a quick, uh, Google search because I, I think the the best thing to your point is to bring up Rechun He. And um, for those who don't know, Rechun He is the North Korean news lady. This is the lady who who tells you the news in North Korea. Okay, so this is, yeah. Do you think she wants to be punished by the government? She, I bet you, she lives a life of luxury. Uh, probably. Um, honestly, um, if, if you're familiar with the story of 1984, Rechun He is the loudspeaker voice. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, yeah, that's the way. So for it to be in me, it's not like, it's not like, uh, somebody made the decision to say this by themselves. No, no. no. This was, this was dictated to this, to, to state media. Yes, this, I, want to, I just want to kind of remind that evil people do evil things. Yes, this is how you will refer to me. Right. You will call me great president. 26 times in the past seven months. This title was traditionally uh, reserved for his, his, the country's founder, Kim Il-sung, uh, and was enshrined in the nation's constitution in 1998 as eternal president. Wow. While Kim Jong-il, Kim Il-sung's son and political successor, did not claim the title of great president. Kim Jong-un is increasing... He's disgracing his family. He's disgracing his grandfather. His increasing use of the title raises eyebrows as it goes against established protocols set forth by his father and grandfather. The Kim family's dominance in North Korean politics has led to a unique form of government where they are held 
in a near religious status, attributing them with unparalleled intelligence and power. The de- these developments underscore the intricate political landscape within North Korea, as Kim Jong-un appears to test boundaries set by his predecessors. This move also draws attention to the country's media manipulation and its role in shaping the image of its leaders. He's just, like he he's literally just flaunting, flaunting the, the rules. I, or I don't know. Flouting, I don't yes. Know I, mean. I mean, but it's 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 first of all, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, stupid shit that like who come, who came up who came up with the you couldn't call the next guy president. I'm pretty sure the guy did. Uh, Kim Il Sung. I mean, that's uh, that's that's oh, he, He's saying he's saying that he is as good or better. And his grandfather, who founded the country, who found well, and yeah. said that nobody could ever be that good. Exactly. <laughs> Anything after me is just a watered down uh, facsimile. Right, it's got half of this bitch, right? And then, and then you know, each. I mean, they literally, were, what should be happening is uh, you know, everybody's authoritarianism should be d- diminishing by half, right? Each time, but that's not. That's not what. Kim Jong, Kim Jong Un, right, is, is you know is putting forth. He's putting forth that he is just as good, if not better. That's right. That's that's a, he's just you know just looking at it that way. He's disgracing his. Yeah, he's a turd. <laughs> he's a fat turd. Fucking asshole. Do you think now? Here's the thing. Um, do you think that uh, Kim Jong Un? Uh, is going to get punished, punished by God. Well, because I, what I think we should do is get Ron DeSantis to, you know, send some of that leprosy over to over to North Korea. So you're thinking a plague? Yeah, they, you know, I mean, in the in the palace, though, not, not right amongst the suffering. Yeah, you 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 want to start it? You, you you know, lay it out and and use it effectively. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, actually, um, I mean, because Ron DeSantis, you know, wanted Florida to be more biblical. That's right, and he got his wish. <laughs> we got some leprosy. Yeah, Lepre- they were blaming they were blaming him for a while, but but he said no, it wasn't me. It, it was the COVID vaccine. Right. I mean, it causes leprosy because you know, four four or five. You know, I I think it's twenty cases in Florida. It, it, it's a handful of cases in Florida, but uh, I've had some vaccine. I don't have the leprosy. You know, all my digits are still here. I didn't oh. actually jerk off my penis the other night. I did jerk it off, but I didn't, like, jerk it off. Right. It didn't come off in your hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't literally jerk it off. Um, leprosy cases in Florida have sparked speculation about their link to COVID-19 vaccines. Amidst this, health experts highlight ah, armadillos as a more credi- credible explanation. It's the fucking armadillos. Reports of leprosy in the state have triggered online discussions with Governor Ron DeSantis at the center of the controversy. A claim emerged suggesting a connection between Hansen's disease, which is the um, the technical name for uh, leprosy, and COVID nineteen vaccine. I thought leprosy was the technical name for leprosy. Well, leprosy is a broad reaching term, I, I guess. It might actually spill out over something. The specific it's not called umbop or something like that. R- n- exactly. That I, I I think umbop <laughs> is a therapy. 
Um, but it the the actual infection that that causes leprosy is apparently known as Hansen's disease. Um, while some have shared an article from Ip, the Epic Times linking the two, experts have criticized the, criticized the source's credibility. The claim that the vaccines cause leprosy has been refuted by fact-checking reports. Despite this, some researchers consider the va- if the vaccine could impact those already infected. However, leprosy's slow growth and low contraction risk challenge such claims. Health authorities advise vigilance, especially in areas with endemic leprosy. As speculation continues, public trust in health officials remains a concern amidst pandemic-related uncertainties. Well, yeah, that's that's the problem. But you know what, though, <clears throat> I, I think that avoiding armadillos. But I, I've heard they have that had. I yes. think I've heard that before that they they have left just like koalas have chlamydia. Yes, and um, oh, there's another one. But it like doesn't bother them. They don't give a shit. Prairie dogs carry the plague. Prairie dogs. Yep. Yeah, they carry the black death. Yeah, that's why you got to be careful. The black plague, whatever. They're they're extremely cute, and I they they some people keep them and and they make fun little pets, but you have to be really careful because they can carry the plague. It's fascinating. All bubonic and shit. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. get they're gonna medieval on your ass. So no matter how we no can definitely how cute, I mean, it can kill you. So I mean, let's send some prairie dogs over to fucking King Jong Kim Jong Un. I mean, they would distract, like, they're cute. Like, I, I can imagine he'd be distracted. He'd go, oh, 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 look, a funny little furry guy. And, you know, at, like, we'll pick one up. They're friendly. You can pet him. And, oh, dude. I pet that little friendly guy. Oh, friendly guy. Dude, dude, this is what we do, right? Um, we, take, we take ferrets, and then we strap uh, needles with the COVID vaccine, right, to the, to the ferrets, and then we give them rabies. <laughs> the ferrets or the or the needles? The ferrets. Okay. Right. So they're just really fucking mean ferrets. Right. right. Why don't we just why don't we just give the ferrets like cocaine or something? Well, cocaine mean ferrets on coke? I'm trying to build I'm trying to build the disease factor. I got leprosy, I've got bubonic plague. Let's swap out like, pizza. I, like hey. I don't want I don't want, I don't want to kill the ferret. I'll Pete. have it fuck a koala. I'll see your. I'll see Pete's cocaine, and I'll give the ferrets meth. Ooh. All right. So a messed up ferret with, so no no rabies, taking that disease out. But a messed up ferret with, like with a with a like an like an army suit, of, you know, leprosy needles. Okay. COVID vaccine that gives you leprosy. We'll figure out which one it is. Probably the cheap one. We should get him like some fencing. Uh, lessons so that he can just take one of those knees and I don't think we should get too close to the prairie dog <laughs> carries the black death and I have I'm kind of immune compromised you okay. know what I mean can he, he know stay, that can he I'm gonna stay away from the black death can we like train that. him to ride an armadillo <laughs> and make both of them fuck the koala <laughs> Uh, or, or maybe we have, we have we have just gotten to a very very dark corner of porn. maybe the koala is riding in a little chariot a, behind the both of them. We could send them a, send them a petting zoo. 
of a koala. Or at least at least a bad vaudeville animal act. Oh god. Like a koala that rides in a little chariot drawn by an armadillo ridden by ridden by a prairie dog. By a prairie dog with with needles strapped to it. Everybody's doing math. <laughs> Everybody's just tweaking. <laughs> The koala's oh. beating this shit out of the prairie dog, trying to find the needle that actually has meth in it instead of <laughs> instead of COVID vax. <laughs> He's just stabbing himself over and over and over again. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm going to interject here, uh, <laughs> Professor. I, I think you really need to switch to like some easy listening while you're out driving. Okay. <laughs> you're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> And that takes a lot. Hey, man, you've watched two or three cat videos. That's the kind of shit you think about. <laughs> uh, speaking of thinking, the uh, the major record labels uh, have been thinking of, of ways to make the public look at them as a shitty bunch of people. And they came up with something. Yeah, I, I was reading this story. Why don't you, get in, why don't you dig into the details? Uh, several of the major record labels have launched a lawsuit against the Internet Archive, a nonprofit digital library. They're seeking $400 million in damages over allegations of copyright infringement. The lawsuit targets the Internet Archive's Great 78 project, which aims to digitally preserve and protect aged music me- musical mediums. Um, basically, we- even with vinyl coming back, it's it's only coming back as 45s and, and 33s, which are your... Uh, the 45s are your seven inch platter, uh, which on your seven inch, that's a single. You get one, just call them seven inches, right? You, know, you get it's a single, you get or a 45. Hey, man, you do a split seven inch would be one band on one side and one band on the other. Yes, yes, that's true. Uh, but but and then you've got your, your 12 inch platter, which is either going to be an LP and EP or or a club mix. Um, so there's also the 78 RPM record, which was much faster, um, but they were, they're made out of shellac, and the pressed shellac eventually degrades, and they just turn to dust. It, it's rather sad because it's a really interesting um, medium, and, and the music that's on it, the way that it comes off of it, the, the, there's a whole thing. If, if you're not into vinyl, this is a really boring conversation for you. But they're trying to preserve that because these records are now at a point where unless they're in optimal conditions, they're all going to turn to dust. So they're trying to save recordings that wouldn't otherwise be had. Right, and the record labels, that, record labels that own the rights to the music are are saying that by copying the physical medium to a digital uh, medium to preserve it is an infringement on their copyright because they're going to then allow other people to listen to the digital recordings for research purposes. I, I, that's... And, and, and I, the, I, I think I, I, I'm going to go on to explain a little bit more about that in, in, the, in the story here. Um, I, I, I kind of took a left turn and and explained my understanding of a few things. The lawsuit filed by UMG Recordings, Capitol Records, Concord Bicycle Assets, CMGI Recorded Musical Assets, Sony Music Entertainment, and Arista 
Music claims that the Internet Archive violated their rights by copying pre-1972 recordings onto digital files for distribution. The plaintiffs assert that the Archive has willfully uploaded, distributed, and digitally transmitted those illegally copied sound recordings millions of times, including works by renowned artists like Frank Sinatra, Thelonious Monk, Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday, Miles Davis, and Louis Armstrong. The Internet Archive, however, maintains its stance as a nonprofit library and is currently reviewing the lawsuit with legal counsel. The Archive's Great 78 project seeks to preserve the musical quality of aged 78 RPM records, which tend to degrade over time. By digitizing these records, the Archive provides a lasting reference for underrepresented artists and genres, supporting researchers, librarians, and educators. The the record labels involved in the lawsuit offer legitimate avenues for music consumption, such as Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple's iTunes, and Tidal, and argue that the Internet Archive's actions cut into their revenue. Brewster Call, uh, the digital librarian at the Internet Archive, contends that both platforms serve distinct purposes. Spotify, for general music listening, and the archive for studying original 78 RPM sound recordings. The record labels are requesting a jury trial seeking damages of $150,000 for each of 2,700 works that they considered to have their copyrights infringed upon. And now, I know, I know how you feel about like labels not, not letting podcasts you know, use music and... Yeah, I... We can, we, we, you know, there's some podcasts that would put, you know, your, your work out there, but in this particular case, like I, I agree with, I kind of agree with both sides. Like I, yeah, I mean, they could just, you know, but internet archives not set up like a playlist. You got to go right. like, select you, you've got to know what you're looking for and go get it. Yeah. Um, no, you can't just, you can't just shuffle along. You've got to go. Now my my point of view on on the on the podcast music issue is I I feel like we should be able to play a, a fair amount of things uh, because it sells back catalog and maybe the I, I I've always thought that the answer is let me use it and publish a link somewhere and I don't necessarily even have to to make a whole lot if anything on the fact that I played it. Right. We don't exactly make money on this. Right. So, so, so it's, if it's, I play it and somebody listens to it, great. But chances are, if they're listening to me play it, they're going to go find it and obtain it. And that drives back catalog sales. Right. Just like musicians are supposed to perform, you know, for exposure. Right. You know, you know how many times I, I took a gig for the exposure, which was bullshit. Well, Free drinks and you know, people get to see you. You know, a lot of that exposure really pays your bills, though. Oh wait, no it, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't because unless that exposure equates to somebody else paying you a lot of money, then you still don't have any money. Right, but you—I you, mean, the point is, you got to make the connections. You do, and you know, sometimes you got to take a—you got to take a bullet for free. From time to time. From time to time, it happens. This but, is all pre nineteen seventy two. There are not the the, the music consumption of of you know the people today is mostly garbage and and frankly I, I i don't think even i don't think the writing and the performance actually get a whole lot on on these things now uh if any at all um 
depends on whose whose works have slipped into the uh, into the public domain. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that the Sonat, I'm sure that the artists that I mentioned in the story are probably still under protection because they've been renewed because there is a renewal option on those things. Uh, but you know, for how long? A lot of these are. I mean, anything before 1970, if 1972, that's over 50 years old already. But I mean, asking them for money is retarded. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, you can you can. How about some kind of injunction where you you know you record it and then when the you know you can't you can't let it out. But internal clothing. What was that? Sorry, uh, my board's my board's uh, being affected by mercury retrograde today. Ah. Uh, you can't you can't blame not charging your board for. No, I charged it for like two hours before I sat down here. So don't tell me that. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. All right. Settle down. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to be okay, man. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to be, be okay. It'll be fine. What the fuck were we talking about? Um, uh, music. And, yeah. Uh, Back catalog. Music. Look, the only exposure that's paying any money right now is something called OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to ex- expose an awful lot to get paid oh. on OnlyFans. I, yeah. I don't, I don't get OnlyFans because there's, there's a lot of free pornography. A lot of it. Well, that's that's what it started as. Now it's it's opened up to a wider, you know, audience. It probably just went uh, to fetishes. Well, uh-huh. probably just went to fetishes. Yes, and no, and the fact well, just, the fact is, you can ask a performer for a specific, very specific scenario, and a lot of them will, for the right money, do whatever the fuck you want them to do. Yeah, I don't. That's weird. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything I mean, that specific that gets me off that I, I could actually write it down and say, okay, do this find, and, and send me something. a video. No, you got to go find something. Turn what the fuck? I don't, I don't know. You want to, we've, we've joked about starting an OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I actually went, started to go through the process. I couldn't get it done because they, they wouldn't approve my driver's license photo against a photo, a, a live photo taken of me. Hmm. I wasn't all that worried about it, but you know, well, but there's a whole lot of like, there's, there's like triple layer authentication to find out if you're really a person and who you say you are before you get as far as even being able to say, I have a OnlyFans login and password. Wow. Yeah. That, well, that was actually before login and password, all that stuff. Oh, they want to see who you is. Yep. They want to make sure you are who you are. Faux real. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want no kids. Yeah, I mean that's probably their biggest uh, their biggest well, fear. Yeah, is... you're checking ID, but also like you know, find out who you are and you're doing something really fucking stupid. Well, yeah, I mean when when you're when you're going to take such intimate videos of yourself and and distribute them along the uh, across the internet, they want to make sure that they have a really solid idea of who you are, so that if you if you're doing something illegal in your in your videos they can they can dime you out yeah you know isn't there, just, isn't there just general content on OnlyFans now like completely That's, general well that was the original intent that <laughs> funny enough that was the original intent that it was supposed to be general content it was basically a going to be a paywall service for everybody who was starting to get internet famous and like everything porn drove Straight the development porn. well it dro- drove the 
you know why we have VHS? Porn. It it was the predominantly used format for pornography. And that's why that's why it beat out Betamax. There was more porn on VHS. Boom. Okay, everybody gets a VHS player. Have a nice day. Yeah. What like uh, I don't know like the history of Betamax. I remember it was like a smaller tape. Yep. Smaller form. Better quality. Different machine. Better quality. Yeah, maybe it was better quality, uh-huh. but like you it, couldn't. It was, I only remember hearing about it for a little while, and you, then it was gone. You couldn't fit as much yeah, content like, on the tape because it was higher quality. It, it used more tape at a time, so like you couldn't fit uh, as as long of content on it. Um, it did get some traction out west. Uh, there, there was it, like California and and some of those areas. There, there were pockets of Betamax, but for the most part, the and you know, the predominant machine was VHS, and it was it was it all had to do with pornography. I mean, like laser discs even had uh, more popularity than beta. Yeah, I remember laser those. discs were, were for a little while. I remember yeah, they were going the over to somebody's records. house and they're like, "Hey, we got a laser disc player. And we got like twenty laser discs." You know? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I was. I, I think I, I might have brought it up before, but my my dad used to have this machine, and I don't I don't think it was a laser disc. It was put out by RCA. But the, it was the size of a of an like a record album. Yes, right? but the that's, whole thing yeah. was plastic. Yes, it, that, yeah. that's it. Like was, you never took was... the, you never took the disc out of the, but it it, but it, I don't think it was lasers. I think yeah. they had some kind of stuff. No, that was that, that was, was completely laser disc. And and it depended on your machine. What your dad had was was a, a setup that actually had a cartridge that it went into. You know, like CDs in a in a in yeah, a pro radios. You'd have to pull that out. You know, like in a pro radio studio, they have the little thing that goes around the CD that goes in the whole thing goes in the machine. Yeah, so it doesn't get so it doesn't get yeah. scratched or protected. It was, the best fucking, it was the best fucking thing because uh, you could throw them. You, you had to, you know, you had to have the case to take the thing out. So you like never lost. Well, that was it too. You 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 would never, never lost the case. Yeah, it was always it was always in the case. It was so, <laughs> and I, I I remember these Disney movies. My dad you got for me, mm-hmm. you know, and I was looking on, uh, you know, going through Disney plus yeah. just kind of looking at the old cartoons. I think I've, I think I found one of them. I was, you know, well, living a life, life of nostalgia for a moment. I enjoyed that. The, I enjoyed that. the one you're thinking of that you can't find anymore. The one word, uh, S- song of the South. Daffy, Daffy <laughs> catches his nephews smoking. Uh. <laughs> And make him or with cigars. Oh, he didn't no. catch him smoking. He caught him with cigars, and he made him smoke the whole box. Oh wow! And he got down to the note that the cigars were for him. Uh huh. And he felt he felt guilty, but he didn't really. Yeah. Know anything about it? It was it was classic. Uh-huh. You know, classic boomer parenting techniques. Yep. Or uh, you want, oh, you want to you want to smoke? Do you? You're gonna smoke this whole carton. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like, all right, let's do it. See our our neighbor's laser disc, disc machine. The the it was a top load, so the discs actually went in without they went in without a case. You had to they were taken out and yeah. But I mean, they were big giant things, just like a record. Um, yeah, they except, were kind of unwieldy. It was like yeah, it, yeah, they it, have a lot of room. It was like steroids for you know the, the CD on steroids. Like Andre the Giant needs. Here's Andre the Giant CDs. Yeah, my neighbor across the street had dude. He had fucking everything. He had dude. He had a, a, a laser disc. He had Betamax. He had VHS at the same time. Yep. He had um, he had a Commodore sixty four C. He had all the things. Yeah. Dude, he had 
He had all just libraries of shit. He had so much, just anything new that came out. He, yep. he had it. When the CD so, player came out, he was one of the first people to ever have a CD player. The, he the, was just that dude. And the you know. first camcorder that I remember, uh, our, our, our next door neighbors when I was growing up, the, the woman's father got one when he was going to be, you know, because as soon as he could get his hands on one, because he thought it was a cool and B he was going to be able to take all these wonderful home movies of his grandchildren. And they would be just like when he did all the 16 millimeter film of everybody else up until the point then. So, or eight millimeter. Was it the VHS camcorder or was it like the, it was a a little, it was actually Betamax. Oh, Okay, so it was like, but it wasn't. JVC one but it wasn't self. It wasn't self-contained. There was a battery pack that hung off a of one arm, and a whole VCR on the other arm, <laughs> and a camera that was as big as like a a small camera today, but still bigger than what you would think if everything else is hanging from your body. Like for him to go and take movies was a production. It, pack rat and like 50 pounds of equipment to take a to take a movie i don't do you take them in movies yeah you and see your uncle and-, and it was like it was they it took good quality i mean betamax was was good quality stuff it it, it was probably borderline pro equipment hmm. oh, he probably could have gotten he could have he could have made some pornos made some money with betamax. i wouldn't be surprised if he had you know I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh what we, we're winding down. What do we? What points do we got to hit? We got everybody on the other side of this. Uh, we're, what are we doing next? <laughs> Let me pull up my show sheet, and we'll tell everybody about it. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know if we mentioned, it, but last week's show was fucking epic again. Uh, today's top three news has been brought to you by three hundred two forty six Voice, My Sports Reports Art Shop. Check my sports reports art shop out on redbubble.com and mysportsreports.com and the Disruptive Minds podcast that you can find over on Spotify. Disruptive Minds is uh, our, our good friend, staff writer Bill. He's uh, making a valiant effort at podcasting over there. And uh, Matt's been a guest. Uh, it's really not a bad show to listen to, even if he won't have me do the voiceover work for him. Yeah, he's weird. <laughs> you know, I know. Apparently, you said something to him about, uh, you know, his sound quality. So he improved it a little bit. Oh, I'll have, I I will go back and, and listen in it, on did that. You, did you hear it? I'm like, I didn't. I didn't listen to it. So. I'll, I'll I'll go back and 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 do a, an A B and and see what it sounds like. Yeah, I I think I made mention of of the sound quality on the show, but I, I mean, I, I can't knock the guy. He's out there doing it, and that's uh, no, yeah, and his interviews are. Any, Terrific, you know. Anybody that's ever it's asked us, you know, what what is it about podcasting? Get up and do it every week. Just do it. And it, I, I will say, Bill is a smart guy, and and he 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 puts together good content. Yeah, he knows. You know, he knows what he's doing. So go over there and check him out. Support him. And now yeah. that that's out of the way, I can tell you on the B block, we're going to do uh, probably some more news. We may try to make a phone call. Uh, we'll talk about that in break for just a minute. If you're with us on the live stream, you might be able to listen in. Oh, it'll be great. And uh, whatever else we can come up with. Then in the C block, we're going to do just the tips number 53, which is a very special episode tonight. I I, I previewed it uh, while I was putting the show together today. 
I, it's very special. I think, Maddie, you're going to be very happy with it. Um, and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go up there and hang a left and, and check out Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner. And that's how we do the C block here on the Media Virus Podcast. That said, we will be back very shortly, right after these words. No, not, not those words. These words. Hi, I'm Mike, and I want to make audiobooks with you. If you have a book that needs a voice, Michael D. Pico is the voice that your book needs. Authoritative yet pleasant, smooth and consistent, Michael's voice is perfect to read your book for all to hear. Book Michael at 302-46-VOICE. I still have the, uh, the YouTube up on my computer. <laughs> 